but they're like taking human organs and shit, right? That's what the Jula one is. Yeah, he's yeah, really- yeah. He's he's got like a, a heart on loan, and then he like defaults on his loan, and they've come to repo it or something like that. I hear people yeah. put their hearts up for collateral to pay for weddings nowadays. <laughs> Good thing mine's full of fucking pizza. So it's gonna be worth it. <laughs> pepperonis. Yeah, you're gonna love that heart. It's still <laughs> pu- it's ninety nine percent pepperoni. Percent of a thirty three year old man who doesn't like exercise <laughs> or eating well or salads or anything green really. All right, you guys want to start? Yeah. Okay. What? Oh, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> welcome to Dicks in the Back Row. I mean, hold my popcorn, everybody. Uh, I'm Tim Begin, and you guys guessed it. I'm hosting again. I mean, this is really going to tank our already, I'm sure, dwindling listener base. <laughs> and, nothing, uh, nothing like the consistency of putting out shows once every three to four indeed. weeks. Indeed. Yeah. With <laughs> once every three to four sporadic <laughs> co-hosts. And sporadic co-hosts. Yeah. And, and a dyslexic uh, <laughs> start. A, dys, a dyslexic actual host for oh, this one. Oh no. I'm sure I'm going to be reading. No, Tim, that's two what? dyslexics. Dyslexic. Dis, how do you how do you say it? I can't I can't read it. Dyslexic. Dyslexic. That's the one. <laughs> yeah. dicks. Exic dicks. So uh, yeah, we did Time Cop team that's and Team Cop, mm-hmm. and it's a great Jean Claude Van Damme movie. And uh, I'm you know. Joining me on this wild and wacky adventure with some Belgian cokehead uh, <laughs> is our our stalwart, our leader, our captain, Bill Dooley, <laughs> <laughs> up in Portland, wow. Maine. What a Portland, surprise! A curveball there. Oh yeah. my god, I am I am a flush. Thank you, Tim. What a lovely introduction. Thanks for having me on again. Oh, you're welcome, Bill. You're welcome. And I'm the leader. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. And rounding up our second in command, um, like firmly below Bill, but firmly above the other guy, a sandwich, if you will, a male, a buddy sandwich. <laughs> okay. Mike Preble on the Cape. Mm. Uh, boo. Boo that guy. <laughs> he has terrible acoustics. Oh, no. Thank you, Tim. Thank you. Yes. Um, <laughs> I am still in Cape Cod somehow, and I'm. You know, again, I enjoyed time. The end of your phone. I, yeah. <laughs> well said, Bill. Well said. Um, <laughs> just delighted to talk about time cop. Yes. Um, <laughs> delighted. <laughs> delighted to talk about time cop. Delighted that you paid oh, three ninety nine for the movie. <laughs> I thought a viewing pleasure, you know, pay per view. Um, we were getting great films. We we're getting into Time Cock at one point in this movie. Yeah. Time <laughs> Cock. <laughs> Definitely saw an and asshole in this movie. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. That was my favorite part of it. I'm and rounding out the crew, the power bottom of the crew, <laughs> the workhorse, the engine, the the guy who is spreading monkeypox around the entire <laughs> state of Tennessee. The guy who does absolutely no work on this podcast. He does nothing. Like, truly. I mean, what do you do? <laughs> Max Healy. That's right. I am the cardboard under the car in the garage. That is me. Yes. Yes. Keeping all that oil and condensation off of the pavement 
and onto a little small cardboard box that Preble right. then uses as shelter. That's me. Thanks, man. I appreciate you being in the captain's chair this week on short notice, Timmy, and um, very uh, happy and looking forward to talking about the movie that is oddly the most uh, historically accurate to the actual timeline that we're on right now in Time Cop. Mm-hmm. Yes. That is fair. Who would have thought? With the white supremacist party. Yep. Being a real, yep. being a real political party <laughs> in 2004, which is obviously the far, far future. So. In the pro-life, pro-death penalty coalition. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I enjoyed that as well. The only, the only really f- super far-fetched component of this was that you could buy a presidential election with fifty million dollars. Yeah. That means, <laughs> yeah, that was, that's nineteen ninety four. They were off on the Gross inflation mark there. Yeah, <laughs> inflation's a thing. Yeah. Yeah, talk to Biden about that. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Biden. So, uh, what'd you guys think of the movie overall? I loved it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I mean, it was incredibly stupid. So mm-hmm. stupid. But, I oh. mean, yeah, like, there were parts where like, we were supposed to be serious or laugh out loud funny. But, I mean, it's it's a good ride. Yeah, exactly. This is a genre. I enjoyed it as much as I anticipated I would. It's a classic <laughs> genre. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a Van Damme. He's just doing mm-hmm. fucking splits and kicks, and no one's saying why. They make a vague <laughs> reference to the fact he doesn't sound American. Yep. That's kind of, and then he's also just a DC cop who apparently has a shit ton of money, and he's bought himself a little Victorian yep. just yep. outside of town. A fixer-upper. A little fixer-upper. Nice fixer-upper. Yeah. Yep. So, sure. That sounds about right. And he is a he has just been recruited into a time travel police force, <laughs> and has that day, and... It took him zero time to become accustomed to that fact. Indeed. He's just like, yep, time travel police, I'm in. Cool, let's do it. <laughs> yep. Do you want to hear anything? I mean, it's kind of shocking that, you know, time travel. It's like, nope, I'm yeah. good. No, you I said time travel. I'm in. I believe you. It do didn't I, trouble this mind. The only question, do I get to kick people and can I do splits? I'm in. So, so <laughs> that's it. It doesn't when matter. The time comes, yes. And I want to be clear. I'm I'm married to the the girl from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Sign right. me up. All right, I like this. I like this 1994 you're speaking of in 2004. <laughs> this movie. Say what? Though. She's also my coke dealer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna say this movie. This is like Van Damme at his peak, and also is like peak cocaine use as well. This, this yeah. movie. He's checked in the rehab within a year after this movie came out. <laughs> And notice, it, notice nice. those nostrils changing a little bit. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Apparently, the director of this movie it was the only person that visited him in rehab. Is what Van oh, Damme said. <laughs> oh, oh no. Yep. Nice. I gotta be honest. I haven't. Uh, I haven't really seen a lot of Jean Jean Claude Van Damme movies. I don't know if I've like. What's this? Is it Bloodsport that he does? Where that's his. Yes. That's his movie. Mm-hmm. I think I saw that one like a long time ago. I don't think I've seen another one other than this. So the the splits, the number of splits really took me by surprise. I knew it was a yeah. thing. Man, the way they pigeonhole those things in there. Shocking. That's, honestly, and this is a very small quota of splits as far as uh, Van oh, Damme yeah. movies go. I mean, what is it? You typically get more? Oh, you usually get them like every five to ten minutes. <laughs> on average. Wow. I thought this has got to, there's going to be at least three splits in this movie. I thought that was pretty high. It's a couple of tropes. You're always going to get the splits. You're always going to see his bare ass. He's usually mm-hmm. going to give like his weird little, like now it's like the white supremacy thumbs up thing. Like you'll usually give that, which I think he does. Um, what else? Then just, just, you know, just kind of vague English speaking as well. Yeah. Just like there's always a reference to the fact that 
like, oh, you have a funny way of talking. Yeah. But they're never like, because you're from Belgium or because like you emigrated here. <laughs> so it's just like, you talk funny. Anywho, yep. let's go over here. Like, <laughs> I'm oh, French okay. Canadian. <laughs> I'm from Louisiana. Yeah. Just, or yeah, or he just says it. Yep. He explains like, oh, I'm not from here because X, Y, Z. Yep. It's like, oh, okay. Great. I'll take it. Does he, it, it's either no excuse at all or it's just like, Straight to the top and then right back to the bottom. You know, and I, I, we're I, back. I feel like somebody could have said to him at some point, you don't have to explain. People in the world have accents. It doesn't yeah, require explanation. <laughs> Why I'm from, it does. <laughs> <laughs> but the problem is, is that it kind of, like, with him and Arnold Schwarzenegger, it's like, it does, because it's like half the time they're in the fucking CIA. I know. And just like, I know. And their name's I'm like John Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Walker. Max Walker. He can't even say his name. Max Walker. Max Walker. <laughs> I'm sure we'll get into it, but those are always like, I like, I love this movie for what it is, but then I also am like critiquing it around the edges. I'm like, that's not what this is. And I'll get this one out now. I want to be really clear. Assault doesn't mean someone hit you. It means that you are put in the imminent fear of a battery, which is when someone hits you. <laughs> Because you'll hear in the movie, he's like, I was assaulted. You were not assaulted in your home. Someone hit you in the face. But you I saw the double batters. A batteries. <laughs> <laughs> and I no. said, ah, ah, And that's what they took down in my statement. <laughs> so for my sake, assault and battery and assault are two different things. Cool. And they should be, they should be worked on. And also, I do, Thank I you. do love how when they first like establish the rules of time travel in this world, they're <laughs> like, they you can't go forward. You can't go forward. I'm like, everyone's going forward in this. <laughs> People are going back and forth all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's a guy from the two thousands who comes back and then goes back. I mean, that's going f- like you just went forward in time. That's true. I mean, I, I just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he remember it's like you keep meeting him and he keeps retaining the same information along the way. That's why, right. like, Jean-Claude is the only one who's apparently unaffected by the time travel. I gotta be honest. He yeah, yeah. every conversation he has and not everybody else. I I, I, I finished this movie with, like, <laughs> a, a page and a quarter of notes, and after the movie was over, I doubled that with just critique of what their thoughts on time travel would be. Because it was a little frustrating, but, like, I mean, it, you know, whatever, it's time travel. There's always going to be quirks or whatever, but this was, I don't know. I don't know about that. Uh, I will say I kind of did like Tim when they said that like uh, like time travel or time is like like gravity and it pulls you back. It always like they don't have any trouble getting back to their present because it pulls them back like gravity. I'm like, all right, it's vague enough, but also it sounds smart. Time sounds kind of cool. I'm good. good with it. I'm good with it. Yeah, first five minutes works. You're like, okay, like this. Yeah. You know, the fake Obama guy when he's talking. I'm like, all right, like this is not that dumb. And then you get like 20 minutes in, and you're like, oh, this is real dumb. Oh, terrible. Yeah, they didn't think right. about this at all. No. They didn't even try. Nope. No. Hey, I'm a fucking Wall Street. I got my Walkman. It's 1929. Oh. <laughs> so stupid. How'd you bring a so, fucking so Walkman so in with you? Just, yeah. Uh, yeah. There's plenty of things. Sorry, Tim. Um, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine, guys. It's fine. <laughs> you're railroading me. <laughs> um... All right, let's get into it here, guys. Let's do it. it. So uh, the movie opens in Civil War era Georgia with a stranger confronting a Confederate convoy and shooting the fuck out of them with a machine gun. (laughs) What a strong start. Starting off with future guns, 
just mowing mm-hmm. down Confederates. Wow. Laser guns and Confederacy. Who, has, <laughs> who hasn't had that thought in their life? Especially playing all those video games. It's like, if I had a, if I had a machine gun back in the Revolutionary War. <laughs> exactly. Or, yeah. Ancient, or you my, just do the cheat code in ancient civilizations, and you just do. <laughs> I was going to say, my, my, own, my, note, my note was classic hick. Missing a tooth and future guns. <laughs> you know, they're just inseparable. So it's just like, this is amazing. What an amazing start. That would, that would probably be a little more controversial to put that in the movie now, considering how strongly, apparently, the Confederacy has become part of everyone's uh, heritage in the South. Yeah. Well said, Bill. Most I don't know what you're talking about, Bill. There's, I haven't seen a one single Confederate flag in Tennessee. <laughs> I've lived here for many years. I also haven't left the house in two days, so I haven't seen one, but. (laughs) So I don't know what the sun looks like no more, but. Oh, Nikki took the one down she had in the family room? Yep. (laughs) Oh, God. You guys are losing your southern heritage. By that, I mean your strong northeast roofs. (laughs) (laughs) Joke's on her. It's on the roof, so everyone can see it now. Just from from above. God can see it. Yeah. Just below the Trump sign. Yep. <laughs> All right. So then, then we take a hard cut to uh, present day Washington D.C. Or I guess present day. I don't fucking know. It's time travel movies. So who cares? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, where some dude tells some senators about time travel and how they're going to start a time travel police force. And again, it <laughs> takes them zero time to be like, sure, cool. <laughs> oh, it's already invented, eh? Okay. Well, then I guess we should yeah. just do it. Well. Laugh it up, boys, because it's already happened. What? All right, I'm in. Let's do it. Police force. I, I, just want to be, I really want to be clear. They're creating a new agency. That needs to be a statute. You <laughs> exactly. need to pass that from both ends. I just love it. The guy comes in. He's like, it's a classic. I'm a Southern senator. My tie's undone. <laughs> uh, you just want some money, don't you? And he's like, yes, I do. And you know why? I'm a young Barack Obama. And also, <laughs> yep. even then, I was like, oh, my God. This is this is getting even better. But who's got to spear lead it? Um, the sinister guy in the corner who's like putting <laughs> exactly. his fingers together. Just <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Can't stop himself from smiling at the at the prospect here. Why are you laughing like that? <laughs> like what? <laughs> what? Oh, are you talking to me, Senator Sinestro? Oh, of course not. <laughs> Everything's all as well. Lucifer Sinestro. <laughs> So stupid. I just, Great. I just Amazing. want to. Uh, it, there's just, there's an element here of, uh, I don't know, the 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 idea of setting up a police force to protect all of humanity from time travel. It's just like you're not protecting all of humanity. You're protecting current rich people from not becoming rich anymore. Let's wink, just wink. be honest. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Let's be. Let's just be. A, this is a private, secure meeting. You know, this is a safe space. Let's just be real about this. You're protecting Elon Musk so that Elon Musk keeps his money. That's fine. You know, let's just say it. <laughs> Call a horse a horse. Well, how else is the money going to trickle down, Bill? <laughs> <laughs> All right. And it's going to start. It's going to start trickling. It's going to start. Wake up, buddy. Wake up. Come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you don't like it, Bill, you can go to Mexico, just like President yeah. McComb tells everybody. <laughs> exactly. Uh, what a classic Fan- evil guy. It's fantastic. Like, yeah, you're right. I am for the one percent. It's like no one ever says that. <laughs> so good. I have, when we get to that point, I think I've wrote it down. Great quote. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so then we take another, a lot of hard cuts in this movie. Take another hard cut uh, from this place, this, you know, backroom DC meeting to uh, JCVD, Jean-Claude Van Damme, 
harassing Fer- Ferris Bueller's girlfriend uh, <laughs> at the mall. <laughs> she might also be his wife. But the first line's being, there's ever enough time. It's like he cannot pronounce his ends at all. <laughs> there's, well, there's never, and there's never enough time to satisfy a woman. I never understood. The, like, even the second time that we get that line, I'm still like, I still don't understand. I don't understand this. The context, Bill's the waiting timing. on the rebound. Yeah, he's, he's really bad at Conolingus, Bill. That's what he's saying. <laughs> exactly. He's, he's, not right. band. he's got a little coke dick, so it's, he's just not doing anything for anybody. <laughs> do, you, do you do you think he tries? It's just full on, like the hardest, like hardest fucking in the hardest core porn J, JCVD does. Yeah. yeah, the only thing the women are seeing are just his feet because he's doing splits like horizontally into the woman, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, or or all, all sex I, worker, or whatever it is that he's fucking yeah. at that day. <laughs> I just remember I just made two visual images, or at least a, uh, an audio and a visual image. I just wrote quote unquote. Never enough time to defeat the most 90s thief of all time. <laughs> he's on a fucking... He's rollerblading with a huge red jacket <laughs> from an old woman. In the middle and of a busy like, mall. Yeah. Rollerblading yeah, small, slower than the people that are walking by him. <laughs> I have never, never seen someone rollerblade that slow. Full yeah. truth plan. It was unbelievable. I just remember looking at this guy. I was like, wow, this is unbelievable. <laughs> They're like, we're at the coolest place and where everyone is, the mall. And also, there's a villain. <laughs> the Canadian like, mall that's supposed to be EC. <laughs> it's like one of uh, the Mighty Ducks falling on hard times. <laughs> <laughs> Goldberg. <laughs> Goldberg lost a lot of weight to steal. <laughs> Goldberg steal did lose a lot of weight, and he does have some troubles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, oh, never enough time. Yeah, so after some real awkward dialogue between uh, JDVC and Ferris Bueller's girlfriend, then we take another seriously hard cut to uh, a hairless ass ass hammering down an old Sloan baby. (laughs) Some smooth jazz sex. Oh, yeah. line stuff right there. In, like, what amounts to the Weasley's house, too. That, like, that house is fucking ridiculous. It's got, like, eight stories. It's the rig sex scene inside the Weasley's house. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's just, the, the, I don't know if I pointed out to Michelle. I was like, the the uh, uh, the chimney's in the front. I was just like, I've never seen a house like that. Like, it's fine. But it's just like, you're, you're breaking my reality. Like, you know, every other house I've ever seen is in the back. And it's also this weird Victorian with a veranda, but also like a spire. I was like, there's How definitely do you there's this? definitely windows that are missing. Like this yes. this, mm-hmm. this house is not a fixer upper. This is like you you tear it down and just rebuild on the on the lot. That is that is not doing that house. Is this is a flop shape. house. The best thing that could have happened to it is it gets blown up, mm. which. Well, yeah, multiple times, but somehow still all the frames are there. Yeah. <laughs> it's a mass amount of C4 that's going to kill everyone on Earth. Meanwhile, only every door and window is blown out. <laughs> the actual house is fine. Tim, I'm house glad that you said, though, the, uh, the, uh, the very awkward interaction between between the actress. Uh, what, what's her name? Uh, the, the, the female character, Ferris Bueller's uh, Melissa. Sloan. Yeah. That was... That was rough. She was dry or something. I don't know what was going on there. There was no chemistry between the two of them. Well, I, I think they kind of show it later on. Is that it's because she had just met with John Claude, like in the other? Maybe. No, that doesn't make sense though. No, that doesn't then make she sense just because dies everything and changed they after. Blow up, so it doesn't right. matter. 
Yeah. And she won the Saturn Award. She won a Saturn this. Award for this. <laughs> She's fine in the other scenes. It's just that scene in particular is really weird. Which oh, is in the movie really for five weird. minutes. Yeah. It had it's to like have been a choice. Yeah. I just don't think that they didn't, they just didn't explain it well enough. Or they just wanted you to think that they didn't know who each other was because John claude was kind of doing a little bit of a weird voice at the beginning. Like he's, he's putting on like extra creepy Euro trash voice when he was first <laughs> talking to her, you know? Like if he's usually talking like this, he was talking like this. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. The reason why this it has nothing to do with the character. It's that Jean Claude Van Damme was sexually harassing her off screen. Yeah, <laughs> probably had his heart on <laughs> sticking into her. It's just like, yeah. God damn it. And then she walked just on screen, forcing herself through the lines. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Or it's the only shot they had in which, when they you see Jean Claude in the back, he wasn't just like fucking with his nostrils from just doing a couple of bumps before the take. <laughs> That's right. More likely that it's just like, God damn, he looks fucking terrible. We gotta just just use the one shot that works when he's not when his nose isn't bleeding. <laughs> not, yeah, his nose isn't bleeding. He doesn't have post nasal drip. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, so after some serious J C V D sex sexing, mm-hmm. uh he gets a call, he has to go to work. Yeah, he's a he's a D C cop, by the way, just for context. Who cares? Uh, Not for long. <laughs> Not for long. Bill's like, that's a pretty important part of this. And I'm like, yeah. Who cares? Yeah, well, the fact, yeah, it doesn't really matter. But Sloan has something to tell him. But uh, he gets jumped out, walking out the door before she can say anything. <laughs> most most obvious thing in the world. This is the first time oh, I've yeah. seen this movie. Immediately. Oh, she's pregnant. Yep. Yeah, hundred percent. And who the hell is just like, can it wait until after? How about you just tell me now when we like take two seconds? Also, you've had all day to fucking tell me. Right. There's also that. (laughs) Yeah. Like we drove home, we had sex, we took a nap, we woke up. Like (laughs) at any point in time, you probably got food at some point. You went, clearly went shopping. You're at the mall. Plenty of times which you could have told. Yeah. It's it's literally it's a two word thing. You could just say I'm pregnant. That's it. Mm. It takes a second. Also, if you if you want, we're this is probably like a notebook thing. You know, we just don't understand women because mm. they're complicated. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. You know? do you aunt. I what? Ats do you aunt? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. I do you want. <laughs> um but if you wanted him to stay, telling him would have been a good good way to get him to stay. It's true. Yeah. I mean there's more than one police officer in DC. Like you could probably, you know. Not a well, time the, cop, though. No. <laughs> no. Never that's the thing time. I love, though. It's like, it's like, oh, he answers the phone with his last name, Walker. Classic 90s thing. And he goes, can't you find somebody else? And then he goes, tell her, someone's sick. <laughs> like, okay. Like, not like, hey, you know, he's on a double homicide investigation, da-da-da. It's like, he, his tummy doesn't feel good. He needs you to come in and help him out. <laughs> it's just like, make anything else, Please. Please. Uh, Jean-Claude, he gets shot, but he's still alive. He's trying to go get Sloan. I'm going to call her Sloan for the rest of this, just so everyone knows. That's why why is it Sloan? Because <laughs> that's Sloan from uh, Ferris Bueller. Yeah. No, I don't accept. I'm going to call her Melissa. Okay. Whatever you want. There's one I'll woman in this Santa. fucking... Sh- in the- well, there's one woman in this movie, Bill. <laughs> no, one, no other women. Uh... He tries to get into the house to save Sloan, but it explodes. <laughs> Dude, the mullets that these goons have. 
holy shit. I have never oh, seen yeah, great. I mean, the two guys, like one is just one is better than the other. It's it's something else. That is some hair. That is quite some it's, hair. Yeah. yeah. I was it's close like to doing that of having that's that. Like at one the, point. Uh, that's like the sewer people from Demolition Man. Like some some solid <laughs> future hair going on there. Because yeah. these, people these from people, Demolition Man. What's that? I was gonna say the sewer people from Demolition Man or the uh, like Biff and all his buddies from like the future. And uh, well, he's definitely wearing back to the future. he's definitely wearing Biff Junior shoes. One of them, yeah, for sure, hundred uh, percent. Yeah, <laughs> that uh, that fight scene was one of the worst fights ever seen him i mean the number of cuts and like the number yeah. of times where like the camera it has like just like just barely has the people in it like the bottom right corner or like everything's out of focus you can't see anything that's happening there they might as well have just like just gone black screen just say it's dark outside we can't see anything and just hear thump 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 like okay he's getting beat up because that's as much as you can see yeah the- I mean, it's it's not a good fighting, but I also want to remind you there's a later fighting scene where there's knives involved, and all that John Clive does is move his hands up and down, and he's blocking every single knife blow. Because that's all I saw when I was watching. So I was like, "This is no, this, that fight scene this is good. This is not I love good. that one. It's a hundred percent. Every single swipe that that dude, that that Asian guy, who's like the Asian guy in every single fucking '80s and '90s movie." takes ends up at the exact same place right at his eye level that was like that's like that's like a sword fight that you and your friend have with sticks where you're not trying to hit each other you're trying to hit the other person's stick yeah you gotta stop right before you go just so the other person can can hit it you're you're never aiming at the person you're aiming at the stick and that's what they're doing yeah vertical horizontal (laughs) okay Okay. T. 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 You know, that's what that knife fight, which I'm sure we'll get to, is basically. Also, that's it. <laughs> who has a who has knife fights like their swords? Do you do you go at like clanging the metal parts together? Like I feel like you're normally like you'd probably be taking swipes at each other. It'd be more like it'd be more like a fist fight than it would be like a sword fight. I mean, I don't. I haven't been in too many knife fights. I have the most experience here. Um, but um, <laughs> uh, but that's just that's my thought. Shaboing. <laughs> yep, you should have just put your hand up, Bill. You would have stopped all of those steps. <laughs> Vertical lines would have been. Per- I don't know why I didn't think of it. It definitely was throwing the guy off. <laughs> He's like, "Oh fuck, you like you like you watch Time Cop too?" I don't have fend this off. Um, also, so the house just blows up. Just all the yeah, goats no, just yeah, die no in it. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. But no, then they come no back idea. later, so it's fine. What I, happened? There? I guess. I guess maybe. Maybe you could assume they traveled back to the future. They must have, and they the bomb have. just went off. And she was like tied up or something. Yeah, they don't. They leave a lot. A lot. They there. were holding her in the window, and then they just cut to the house just blowing up. So I don't right. know what the mm-hmm. fuck happened. Yeah, there was no explanation. No, that. that's. It seemed like they were probably all dead. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would be a good move by Macomb just to completely annihilate those people because they're clearly idiots, as we find right. out later. Yeah. He's dead. He's clearly not dead, you fucking moron. The older guy is right here. <laughs> <laughs> Boy. Uh, so after Sloan explodes, uh, we get another hard cut to uh, 1929 Wall Street where we meet the future JCVD, who's now a time cop. Yeah. Busted his former partner for trying to rig the stock market. And that's as it's as it's as confusing and nonsensical as it sounds, folks. So here's, here's the thing. Let's just say hypothetically, somehow 
a newspaper from 2084 drops into my lap and it has the things with the stock market in it. Is that really, am I going to be able to look at a newspaper from today and be like, oh, here's Texaco, here's Texaco. Invest in Texaco. <laughs> like, I don't think that's how newspapers work. I don't think that's how the stock like section of the newspaper works. And it's 80 years apart. What the hell is going to happen in the meantime? That was made no sense whatsoever. Well, the market crashed. It's it's turned like it's right after Black Tuesday. So like right. the market was at like the most bearish it ever was. And then he's just looking at all the top gainers and he's just investing right, hundred thousand yeah, shares. I get that, into but like whatever. you want to know like what companies exist in 19 whatever it is, right? So, so I guess that's what he's looking. He's for. just looking is for companies it? that existed at both times. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I guess is he's doing. But that being said, he's looking at. Yeah, I guess there's companies that existed in then and to now. But I agree with you, Bill. It could have been more artfully done by putting, like, things we all recognize. And, like, oh, we all know that, like, I don't know, IBM. Like, okay. Like, I think I just remember him circling things like McReynolds. I was like, I don't know what that is. Yeah, right. It's like, McReynolds is a thing. Sure. I believe you. Whatever. Yeah. I, I, Bank of America. There, so. uh, that makes sense. Yeah, right? U.S. Steel. Okay. Yeah. yeah Something yeah. I'd be like, oh, of course. He's just circling random things and like cackling into his walk. <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, I'm okay, so fucking right. awesome, smart." Yeah, no, eat shit. Okay, see you later. It's like everyone in this this firm's dying. Yeah, it's fucking great. I gotta go. It's <laughs> like this guy stands out like a sore thumb. Why does everybody know who this hey. dude is? <laughs> you talk different than people in this town. <laughs> Daryl Strawberry, huh? Fucking the Mets, right? It's like oh. the Mets. No, I don't think so. Don't you mean the Queen Savages? <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, you know, Jean-Claude, he brings his partner back to some Judge Dredd-style court, and uh, he, gets, <laughs> he gets the death penalty, but uh, we find out along the way that he's working for some collecting money from the past from for some presidential candidate. So we did miss the first split of the movie, though. During it's like um, yes. Atwood, he brings in all of his goons into nineteen oh, in the yeah. nineteen twenty nine office, and this yep. guy t- like tries to swing a Van Dam with like a like a gl- broken lamp, and then yep. Van Dam just goes into that split, just punches it in the stomach, and then he I think doesn't he eventually take the same lamp and like shove it up his gooch, shove it up his ass, because then he goes oh like oops <laughs> I, think I got poked, I was like oh okay. in the mouth dearie me I was like this is ridiculous this is right after the guy put his like fisticuffs up and goes I went 10 rounds with John Sullivan himself and then Van Tam just gives him like a roundhouse <laughs> kick to the face yeah. <laughs> again again doing Loved a split it. roundhouse kiss and then kick to the balls it's like okay you know he does you know. have a lot of focus you know, on the testicles it's a big thing yes. for him he loves kicking yes, dicks yeah it's weird every movie too you'll get that you get a couple, you'll get a couple of dick kicks when Van Damme is the lowest point of the ground. <laughs> T-bag level. Just... He probably hates his dick and is taking it out on other dicks. Makes sense. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I can see a lot of nights where JCVD is, like, in a hotel room with some woman kind of, like, strung out on coke, and he's just yelling at his dick, Come on! That's an Arnold Schwarzenegger impression. <laughs> Come on, do <laughs> it, do it now. Get bigger. <laughs> Imagine Arnold from the low countries. <laughs> okay. Get in the coochie. 
Get in there. Get, get in, in there. this maid's coochie. Come in the maid. Make a large face, boy. Show me your capabilities. Uh, he just... The, the whole reason he learned how to do these splits so impressively is to just pummel his balls because he hates them. He hates them. It's a couple of speed bags. Easy access. <laughs> Why are you doing that? Doesn't it hurt? Yes, and they deserve it. It hurts very much. Hurts. It hurts me so much. Um. No, Tim, that, that, what you just said is basically like an art. I don't know if it was an article or a Reddit thing. It was some, some fucking story about Van Damme in the nineties <laughs> when she, so her friend was a Coke dealer. They went to his hotel and th- like Van Damme was buying Coke from the dude. And, uh, he like was talking to all of them and he asked the girl to like go in, into the back room with him. And she did. And then she said that he was just in there. <laughs> I mean, he was just trying to jerk his dick and it wouldn't work. And he was on the phone with his wife doing like phone sex at the same time that the girl was in the room. And he's like winking at her. And then she was in there for like five minutes. She's like, yeah, I, I'm going to go. <laughs> just walk oh out. <laughs> Utter, Utter chaos. Utter yeah. chaos. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, but no thank you. There's That's a lot of problems else. there. That, that went to a whole nother level when you said he was on the phone with his wife. Oh, boy. <laughs> yep. The wife that he's married like three times. That, yeah, that one. <laughs> 3D chess. 3D chess. This time it's going to be different. <laughs> uh, all right. So, yeah. Uh, we, <laughs> yeah. So, the president, uh, we find out, the, you know, he's working for some partners, working for some presidential candidate. And uh, then, you know, Senator McCombs, who was back in that second scene. The guy, the guy, like <laughs> twirling his evil mustache, tied up with a girl tied up on the train tracks, but that no one really saw. Uh, uh, he comes in with some jabronis, you know, stops in at the TEC uh, for a visit. I don't know. It's kind of classic. This is like a classic, like '90s walkthrough. It's like I'm seasoned, y'all not. Let me like try and like get you to my side. You have like this new. He's like, "Oh, I'm a new senator." La la la. It's like it's just perfect as they like walk through, and I think this is when. I, what did I say? I wrote a note about like, uh, hold on, give me a moment, gang. Let me gather my thoughts. <laughs> it's uh, da, 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 da. oh, reluctant hero. That was my thing. He's like, "Oh, oh, you're Walker. Like I've been on this committee forever. Like you're famous." He's like, "No, I'm not famous." <laughs> <laughs> like looking away from everybody. It's like, no, but you are famous. Why don't you come with us? Like, you're with the special people. And I was like, oh, my God. Every every 90s formula is now being, like, expounded upon in this movie. And I loved it. The, every moment of it. The thing, that, the thing that killed me about this scene is that, like, Walker just leans right into it immediately. Like, not, like, just, not, like, outwardly saying, like, you're doing this. But it's just, like, very heavily implying directly to McComb's face that, like, I know that you're involved in the past stealing things. That is a bold thing to do to a person that has unfettered access to your entire history and can kill you at any point in your past. I would say maybe take a more subtle approach to that. Just a thought. Hey, do you want to see my cards in this poker game? (laughs) Look. (laughs) It's two aces on the table and I got two aces. What do you think? I, I know you're evil and going to the past and killing people and stealing money. I'm on to you. <laughs> hey. Hey, I just went all in, but before you bet, I'm going to turn my cards over. 
Uh, also, I love seeing Bruce McGill in these movies. He's the one who's like the boss of the time cops. Always, always a good addition to any '90s movie. He was good. Yeah. yeah. He he came up recently on uh, the TV show Reacher. He played a corrupt mayor, and he was great in it too. <clears throat> Basically, oh, the oh, same yeah, character awesome. and everything. But oh yeah, always. He wasn't corrupt like, in this though. No, which I was shocked. I was expecting him to be dirty oh, yeah. the whole movie. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Is he the corrupt commissioner or like? Like you know, like uh, like Al Kamisky, like the owner of like the yeah, one. Ben it's always like, yeah, it's like oh okay, yeah, exactly. I'm from 1910 or 1920 because my hairs always look back. Yep. It's like oh okay, sure. Yeah. So then we cut scene again to this car that is apparently <laughs> God. Looks like looks like a VCR basically. What the fuck is going on DC. with these cars? Yeah. We find out that McCombs is in fact that dirty time criminal. These cars. <laughs> They're station wagons with the like the entire Boston Metro T map on the roof. Like that is what that car is. Yeah, you they, can't see. The out fuck of it. is that? What's the fucking point? <laughs> it's a tank. They bought. They bought the worst possible. Like they they must have just bought the cheapest possible cars they could, and then just like covered it in. I don't shit. even know what that's just shit. Yeah, cardboard. That's shit well, that's that throws like, away. Yeah, you know, yeah, which I'm throwing away, and then I think oh, I really shouldn't throw that away. <laughs> that was integral to my whole structure. I had a time machine. Me warmth to the winner. But it's just like these cars are insane. That's why I, I'm always like a little tentative when I watch movies, and I'm like, oh, they're like it's 1994, and then now they're in like 2004, so it's like 10 years in the future. <laughs> no. It's like, oh, okay, and they just like assume that like the 10 years in the future, like we're having like 10 times the like industrial like revolutions we're gonna have. You know what I mean? They're like, these cars are going to be basically trash cans, but they take you to the future. And it's like, don't do that. Like, just make a futuristic looking one and put us out like a hundred years. Right. Because I can like do that. Like I, as an audience member, can be like, if if I was born in 1900 and it was, you know, there were no airplanes in the year 2000, there were a bunch of airplanes. Like, I can understand that. Not the like... It's 10 years. <laughs> the fuck is that thing? So that sweet. is an abomination. It's just a bunch of brown Legos. Exactly. So it's like, it's like, what if we made the Ghostbusters car, but worse? Yeah. You know, like it's the like, thing oh, in the back of the, you know, the thing in the back of the DeLorean, like the flux capacitor. What if we just made the whole yeah. car a flux capacitor? What if the car was just a flux capacitor that worked? And I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, that's the problem. I was like, this car would never exist. Like they just like totally like, People in the future just totally like rational. They have no care about like aesthetics or like a nice looking yeah, car. Exactly. They're like, we just want a car that can take us to our house by saying home. It's like you wouldn't think anyone would make an attractive looking one of these. It's like <laughs> some, some no again. lines, maybe. No. No, just a bunch of trash cans heaped together and then spray painted. And that's how you get around. that's how you get around. And there's no oh, okay. function. It's like there's no clear function. Oh. It's just you've 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 encased it in plastic. Yeah, which is great. I'm sure for every occupant inside is there suffocating. Right. Like, oh, okay. So apparently it, it was they were designed by the same guy who designed the Blade Runner cars, which is <laughs> unfortunate for that guy. God damn, I would have been pissed if I were the time cop people. It's like, what the fuck? No, make one of those. Make, no, make the Blade no, Runner do car. Do this good movie. Make that good make movie it look good. Right here. <laughs> like, okay. He's like, you first. <laughs> <laughs> God, um, so stupid. Fuck is it's just a goddamn trash can. Like, oh jeez, sorry. Go on. I'm I'm just looking at this shitty shitty car. <laughs> yeah. So uh, then you know JCVD 
He's back home. He's drinking his sorrows away when bam, he's attacked. <laughs> sure. Uh, Why not? Sorry. I'm just now looking yeah. at cars. They're making fun of the te- like some of these Tesla models and at the time cop car. <laughs> Apparently, it's just the same fucking thing. This is the Tesla, one of Tesla's Elon Musk's cars. It's like, I know yeah, where he yeah. got this from. Not attractive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hilarious. Jesus. So this is the knife. Is, is this the knife fights? Yes, the yes knife is fight. the knife fight. This is After the one Van Damme where... watches his uh, homemade sex tape and passes mm-hmm. out to it. Yep. Yep. Again, Correct. another another awful trope. Just, yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe this wasn't a trope at the time. It's hard to know, but like oh, it's gone. Oh I think God, as a, it's, yeah, but like as a collective, right? Because I wrote classic remorse scene. Yeah. <clears> right? right. Like he's like did a lot watching of these. A, Yeah. Like the eighties and early nineties were just like full of these where it's like people had like access to like a VCR. Or, you know, I mean they were able to like record themselves. Home like, video by yourself yeah. with a bottle of booze. Like I Yeah, exactly. Yeah. With a and water like bubbler in the your background. Words. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Because that's what well, the future. That's what 90s households have. I, again, predicting the future, Americans don't have clean water through the ta- through the tap. <laughs> you have to have a bubbler in your own home. I think it's Feels hilarious. Like I know that I'm in Maine. Look at how different the cars looked, but the bubbler is just a bubbler. <laughs> it's the same. Look, yeah. you can't improve on track. perfection. Nope. Right. And they just have like so you can't improve upon this. And then like the 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 floors just have like a little digital ticker, like a sports ticker on the side of the ceiling. That's the which is kind of weird too. <laughs> right. Yeah. Apparently, it's somehow a smart house or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? You know. But this is the uh, the split scene too. Very effective use of yes. splits once again, except yep. he's, he's split in, in the air. On, on a, on, this is the one on the, cap, on the table, counter cabinet, right? Counter, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, effective. man, that butt. That butt. Wow. La la. <laughs> Good God. His underwear were just like modern day compression pants because there's no way like <laughs> boxer briefs would ever fit like that in which you could do a full split. <laughs> they were so That's goddamn like tight. Right. Something would pop He's out. He's a part of like the semi-pro league for whatever DC metro area it is for like, you know, Washington, you know, like the uh, Baltimore Orioles. Like, okay. Or he so just went to a male strip club. Got, start, got started. Just <laughs> making underwear for JCVD. Yeah. <laughs> just, you need to just fix all that friction from all those splits yeah. and kicks. Exactly. How do we hold everything in when you're doing it, doing those hot splits? <laughs> that's actually shocking. That That's something he should have advertised. So apparently in this movie, there's like, um, it's something. It's like black gum, which is the gum that he's chewing in this in a scene mm-hmm. like later on. And that was um, a gum company that he was doing commercials for in Japan at the time. Are you shitting me? But it's what like you're doing fuck? black gum commercials. Why do you do some fucking like boxer brief commercials with that? Just yeah. do some splits and show off that big butt. Right. <laughs> Come on. Mark did it. just chewing gum. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, if John Claude Van Damme has any strength, it's chewing gum. <laughs> that's, what, yeah, that's what puts at butts in the seats. Everyone so after fight. the, yeah, <laughs> after the, after the fight, <laughs> then we we meet uh, this fucking Fielding's lady, and she's from Eternal Affairs. Yada yada yada. Her and JCVD go back in time to some chip, computer chip manufacturing plant that also <laughs> looks like a fish packing plant. I know it's, just, that's what it, it's like. Oh, we're down by the docks. This is where we keep all the marlin. Right. So, okay. But it's also, we're manufacturing microchips here. And by the way, it's super cold inside of our wooden shed. Yeah. So be careful. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta be kidding me. Fucking terrible. I I just, they very clearly established that, like, 
you can't you can't go anywhere near your past self under no circumstances it could te- like it tear apart the universe nobody knows what would happen but you can't go back to your to your old self john lang john claude van damme why don't you go back to 1994 washington dc when your wife died i'm sure that won't be a problem at all you just nope. you'll be good you just go that's all that's yeah. all you <laughs> also that, i love i love that no. the same matter can't occupy the same space what are you talking about? You, the, you are the same matter. Like, I don't understand. But like, like, I I don't understand. Like, is that... Are they? Why can't you just say a copy of the same matter? A duplicate? It, well, or the fact that, you know, 10 years removed, are you the same matter? You know what I mean? It's it's like the, the things have changed right. in that time period, right? Mm-hmm. So, Right. Maybe if they said something like the same consciousness can't be in the same space, physical space or something. I don't know, but like, right. it just, I did not understand. That doesn't that. sound too, too scientific for us. <laughs> the like, oh, a person on. with the same social security number could not be in the same space. It's common sense. But that's what I love about the movie. It's like, doesn't that sound so appealing? It's like, oh, you just can't touch the same stuff. It's like, can't it? Like, why? What are you talking about? And, like, St. Matter? Like, what does that mean? And yet everyone, like, or Jean-Claude Van Damme and uh, McCombs are, like, flaunting it. Like, when McComb yeah. is, like, circling his former self, I'm like, wow, you're not too worried about this guy, like, just, like, taking a turn you're Touching not expecting you? or something. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, what if the guy just happened to, like, turn left when you were expecting right and you bump shoulders? Oh, yeah. Human jelly. Yeah. You just <laughs> warp into some fucking... I would, yeah. have, I would have left that as like a like a maybe a six foot barrier just yeah. to be safe. Also, yeah. here's here's something. So when you come when you come back in time when you time travel, presumably you're not a ghost, right? And you're you're like you Correct. are physical matter. So right. like I wouldn't occupy the same space. I would just be touching another piece of matter. Also, so a very good point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. Unless you just, unless you're a ghost, I'm automatically (laughs) time travel. I I would say, Tim, that under no circumstances, any point, any time in the universe, can two can two pieces of matter occupy the same space? Because I think that's I think that's like they are separate pieces of matter. (laughs) Yeah, that's the first law of physics. They have separate physical dimensions. I just remember when he's handing him the check, and it's like, oh, I wonder if they're gonna touch it, and that's gonna make them explode. And he drops it. It's like. Well, the, the envelope or the check isn't the same matter. It's a fucking different thing. You know what I mean? So it's like, what is, you know what I mean? I got to understand this. I don't understand like the physics or like the laws they're trying to, the principle they're trying to apply here. I got to tell you, Mike, like, I don't oh, think, oh. I don't think the people who made the movie understand what they're trying to apply well, here either. I, I think <laughs> what they well, just well, wanted to do is they wanted to do that CG <laughs> moment and they just found a way to just fit it into the movie. They right. sure did. And did it work? Absolutely. <laughs> I was like drawn in. I'm like ignoring all science. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I love just, it. It's turning Good. into the thing. I, I like it. <laughs> 1982 John Coppola. This is great. I, love I also it. love the time machine. What the fuck is this time machine? <laughs> what is like, that? Why is the time machine a rocket ship? Yeah. <laughs> and where does it go? Why does it have to why does it have to fly at a concrete wall? Right. Like, let's even give it the DeLorean thing where it has to read 88 miles per hour or something. Why does it have to be a wall at the end of it? What if things, right. you know, it doesn't go right and it only hits 66? Yeah. Maybe you have a little cushion. <laughs> That's where all the blood stains are, Bill, as they well, point apparently, out. Yeah, exactly. Didn't you That's, notice this that? is what I'm saying. Is the is the wall <laughs> essential for traveling through space time? I don't understand. Just, and how do you really come clear. back? 
Like, they don't end up in the place <laughs> in the time machine. They're not getting a it, notice. What if someone was just fixing the track and then it just goes like, whoosh, just like yeah. runs everybody over? <laughs> Again, they're also, they're just like two little dots of blood. I was like, man, <laughs> two bodies crash through, but that's not what it's going to look like. It's just going to be like a fucking, like, tomato stew. Or, you like, know, over this wall. or be respectful. Yeah. If these were employees, maybe you like, Wash off the blood or paint yeah. over the wall. It's just like no, keep it. Those fucking how, twins sucked anyway. How, how about they? You go, you go, you travel through time. You get into a spaceship. You go thousand miles an hour at a, at a concrete wall, and you reappear in the past, void of spaceship, and then you come back to the future in the spaceship. Yeah. Where the fuck does the spaceship go in between? Correct. That that's what I I wrote the same exact thing down. Like, where does it go? What's the point of it? <laughs> you plebeians. It exists in the, like this liminal realm. <laughs> you plebeians, you guys, you got to read uh, Stephen Hawking's Nobel Prize winning paper. <laughs> Time cop. Time cop explanation. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the script of Time Cop. <laughs> Stephen, you're, this isn't, is this... Okay. Well, you're Stephen Hawking. I guess we'll take it anyway. Is this peer-reviewed? Like, did anyone else look at this? It's just a script of Time Cop with the first page ripped off. (laughs) And you just scribbled your own name on it in your own blood. This is bizarre. Uh, Yeah, so it turns out, you know, they're back at their fielding and JVC are going to fuck up McCones back at this chip manufacturing plant. Not potato chip, computer chip. Mm -hmm. And... Turns out headquarters. Yeah. Yep. Turns out feelings is dirty and work with McCombs, but pow, boom, smash. <laughs> JCVD fucks up shit, but no, McCombs gets away. I surprised. I was so you know I was expecting Bruce McGill to be the bad guy, and I was not expecting this lady to be a bad guy though. I, was I wasn't either. They were they were really setting her up as almost as like kind of the new love interest. She's really cool. I like her. She's and cute. Then, yeah. Boom. Yeah. yeah. That was she that had was hard a legitimate nips twist. when they fell into the water. Yep. <laughs> they had to Thank keep that you. in. JCVD. <laughs> wait a minute, Tim. I'm sorry. Wait a minute. Did we skip the VR porn? Yeah, we did skip. Yeah, the VR we did. Porn. Tim, the only set of tits in the movie, and you jumped right past them. I oh, feel like that. No, oh, not no, the only no, set of tits. No, Bill. they're no. Bill, Sloan the showed her tits. Please. Yeah, you see Sloane's tits oh. in, that, in that sex scene. Right, right, right. You're in right. that yeah. super realistic sex scene where they're just <laughs> cuddling and just uh, rubbing each other's chins in their necks like regular humans do. That's how everyone We're, has sex. It's, yeah. it's really it's, You hit it on the head, Max. It's really just JCVD smashing his limp coke dick. Yep. Into a into a dry pussy. Yep. <laughs> into a sad, sad woman. Yeah. <laughs> that VR sex scene. So I wrote this down. This is a trivia fact. The virtual reality nude scene was originally supposed to be a nature documentary about beavers. <laughs> <laughs> However, the offsite film team got drunk the evening of shooting and ended up at a strip club. And then the next morning, they woke up realizing they missed all the footage and they missed the bus for the footage. So they just called the girl to go do this instead. Wow. <laughs> Are you serious? Yep. <laughs> that is the greatest story of all time. That's like that's like when the Edmonton Oilers like lost the Stanley Cup off a bridge. You know what I mean? That's like one of those stories. That's awesome. Epic. 
Like, this can't be true because right. it's too realistic. Right. It's like, oh, but it is. It's great. I mean, another absolutely uh. prophetic moment for this movie, though. Looking at porn at work. Uh, I mean, top notch, really nailing it there. And VR mm-hmm. porn. Good yeah. job. They really crushed it there. But this is honestly the, the reason why I didn't bring it up, Bill. It's just, you know, like fake tits have come a long way. Yeah, those are some fake shitty, tits. shitty tits. <laughs> oh, my God. It was like someone put a, like like Steve Carell from 40-Year-Old Virgin. It's like bag of sand in there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple of anthills in there. Yeah. Just, the fuck is this? It's just, it's just like, you know, when you uh, like you, those ice balls you have in cocktails. That yeah. are just perfectly symmetrical and hard. <laughs> That's just basically what they just put inside the poor lady's body. Yeah. Oh god, you know, terrible. Yeah. God, I, I just you gotta hate a, a bad pair of fake tits. It's nothing you really worse. Do. You really do. I'd rather just see none. Eh, boobs are boobs. Mm. <laughs> hey, there's there's the levels. Me. There's the levels. Bill. Very egalitarian woman. Thank you. <laughs> hey, we're all the same. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so McCombs gets away, um, and Jean-Claude, he, uh, he comes back to the future, the present, I don't know what it is in this movie, he, I gotta get back to, I gotta get back to the scene, though, there's a few other things in here, so, (laughs) first one, one, a great, uh, quote by McCombs is, never, never interrupt me when I'm talking to myself, I enjoyed that one, um, (laughs) Do I look frozen to you? You look like shit. This is the quote. That, this is the, that big quote, though, um, that McComb says is, the country's down the drain because of the special, because of the special interests, which is exactly like draining the swamp. Yeah. And then it says, we need somebody in the White House so rich he doesn't have to listen to anybody. When I'm in office, it's going to be like the 80s. The top 10% will get richer. And the other 90% can immigrate to Mexico where they can find a better life. It's <laughs> <laughs> like stamp just, elephant. Just too right. on the nose. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. And then you, after he kills a microchip guy, Van Damme goes, maybe he'll calm down after the election. Which is just like, holy shit. <laughs> I know, I know. It's like, honestly, it's honestly, clapping. like that was Kevin McCarthy's, uh, you know, sort of like policy talking point speech he gave this week. <laughs> Say, <laughs> so, hey, everything will be fine. Don't worry about it. Once okay. he's in the office, he'll hold the respect of the office. He won't be the right. way he is right now, right? Yeah. Right. He won't be the same way he's been for his entire life, right? Yeah. With unlimited we power. We all change at age seventy. <laughs> so. <laughs> and then one other thing too is that that guy has like the liquid, uh, liquid nitrogen, and he like breaks his arm. And yeah. Van Dam says, so good. "Have a nice day." And then he like kicks him off, and then he kind of like thinks about it. Goes to Macomb. <laughs> says, yeah. "I should have said freeze." <laughs> I love that moment. He was... says it earlier because Macomb says back to him, "Like, what does that mean, freeze? Like, what are you talking?" About? Yeah, what do you mean freeze? Like, that was it. <laughs> yeah, and then he goes, uh, "I think he got the idea." <laughs> the response, so good, amazing. Um, yeah. So, John Clyde, he he was comes back and back to the future, I guess, the present, whatever you want to fucking call it, from the chip factory. Mm. And it back to the future that, two style. Yeah. yeah, back to the future mm. two style. And then uh it turns out that like everything's changed and McCombs just runs the government and he's taken over the time cop bureau, whatever the fuck it's called. Yep. And <laughs> that's what's happening. A lot of problems going on here. First of all, 
look, this agency, unexplained, but somehow has the ability to know when things are happening in the past. They have like some radar system that says like, hey, somebody's in 1829 fucking up shit. We got to go back there and fix it. So they, they are somehow aware of past events affecting, potentially affecting the future. Yet, when they come back, everything's changed. Nobody, there's no procedure, no protocol to being like, hey, here's somebody who's come back. Things might be different for them. Let's do like a debrief, a breakdown, something like that. Nope. It's just like, oh, this guy is crazy. What do you mean? What it like McCombs has always been. What the <laughs> fuck is this agency for? If you don't understand that the past can change the future. What are we doing here, guys? What are we going for? I don't know. It was mad, mm. absolutely maddening for me. Um, and. No, I'm going to, no, that's fine. Let's just leave it there. I got a few things later on, but this, this was the first time I was like, no, you didn't think about this. This doesn't work. What, what is this agency for? If they don't have any kind of debriefing moment, because everything could change for a cop when they return. I don't really want to say everything's changed though. Really what's changed is that Bruce McGill is in a different colored vest. And <laughs> the guy, the, the weird scientist who's watching porn is dressed a little snazzier. Yeah. And there's that's a different true. name on the building. It just says, right. yeah. But whatever the fuck instead, and right. and McComb Richard, Richard. is now up in the in the in the polls. Oh. That is a very selective number of things to change, right? Yeah, but you could just say that guy just went back and when he went back in time, he just kind of fixed, tweaked a couple of things here and there. So then it's still you could stupid. Say, you could say, well, he kind of did say that. Like he and the, and the 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 chief was just like, oh, why don't you take some time off? You're being crazy. Yeah, no. His, his, I think also doesn't um, okay. uh, Ron Silver? I forget. I, now I'm, I'm drawing a blank on his names. I've been drinking. Um, Macomb. Macomb. Yeah. Guy. So Macomb. Doesn't he say something also like, "In my timeline, you're dead already" or something like that? He does John, say something. The like John Claude. Yeah. So like, is yeah. he like mm. in a whole other fucking timeline in a whole different other movie himself? You know what I mean? Thank like you, the time same way John Claude jumps back yeah. in and <laughs> right. he remembers shit and everything else is different. And like is Ron Silver's yeah. character like doing the same shit? When he's like, you know, I've already killed everybody. I've already cleaned everything up. I'm coming back in just to well, they, fix but it But this again. is the thing though, is that they don't like, they make it pretty clear that this isn't like, it doesn't create like tangents, tangent universes and like alternate universes. Yeah. Like it somehow just impacts the future and you meld right into the future just that goes forward. And so, yeah, yeah, exactly. But somehow, some people retain memories. I, yeah, what, what would make, make sense is that John claude comes back into the future and he doesn't remember anything that happened. Exactly. Yes. That's what because, would make look, sense because no one else warehouse, does. In that warehouse scene, somebody kicks past Macomb in the face and he gets a, a cut down mm-hmm. the face. And immediately, yeah. future Macomb gets a, a scar has on a his cut. face. It's yes. like, okay, the past immediately has ramifications on your future self. Got it. As soon as things change in the past, Macomb uh, Walker should have forgotten everything, gone back to the future because he never would have been there in the first place. So, I, but no, he somehow be- continues linearly with all of his prior memories. Thinking about this bill is just thinking about created, like, like creationism. Just like, how do we all get here? <laughs> it's just, you can just talk yourself into a circle until you literally just go insane. I was just going to say, we need Rustin Cole to walk in here. Time's a flat circle, flat man. Circle. <laughs> man, are those birds real or just me? Am I having a flashback? Is that Coke for everyone? Or <laughs> Oh, it's not Coke? Okay, I'll take it anyway. Uh, I'll tell John Claude that. Yeah, so after... Uh, 
JCVD gets back. McCombs is now back in the future, present, whatever. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I know what we got to do. We got to go back and kill John Claude before he even joins T- the TEC. And then we start realizing that this is the whole thing goes back to the house where it all started. Time is a flat circle. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. So, so where we So then, <laughs> so then, John Claude hatches a plan. I don't know if anyone had anything to say about that. But no, no, no. No, no this John- is the part of the movie which is like it's like thirty minutes of just kind of you just kind of stare at the TV. There's like yeah. nothing to really comment on. I know it's just kind of like, as my notes drop off. Yeah, I got yeah. Like I'm four like, notes left. Fight, like, I have four notes left too. So, <laughs> uh, so then, John, I have, Claude- I have four notes left for the movie, and then my my three pages of afterthought, and then incoherent ramblings for <laughs> yeah, exactly. volumes. <laughs> <laughs> this will be Bill's Ulysses. <laughs> An endless dome. Uh, anyways. Uh, so, yeah. McCombs is hatching a plan to kill JCVD. JCVD is like, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go find Fieldings and get her to testify. But, you know, that really only serves to get him to realize that his wife was pregnant. And then she's right. yeah. Yes. Also, to which, yeah. like Bruce McGill's like, who the hell's Fieldings? What the hell are yeah. you talking about? <laughs> it's like, like, all these like, I got the plan. Here's this, this, and this. And everyone's like, we have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Right? Exactly. This, this guy works, is like super excited to just be like, sure, like I, whatever, whatever you say. You said we're friends. Okay, I'll die all for right. that. I, I'll die. That's good enough for me. I got a friend. Yeah. <laughs> I just think it's funny because. As I think of it, if I was going to present this case, it's like I have one witness to a crime, but know what I really need? Another witness. That will really lock this in. <laughs> it's like, what do you mean? Two people are going to say the same thing. He shot her. I got shot. Okay. We don't believe you. He's the president. Get out. Not Done. guilty. Get out of here. Yeah. It's like, okay. Kill them. Like, we'll do, Mr. Case. President. Or or he's the president. You can't charge him with a crime. Damn it. There's an Office of Legal Counsel memo out there somewhere. It's like, we can't do anything. Okay. If only we had a time machine in which we could rig the election. (laughs) Exactly. Bamboo. No, never mind. Um, uh, There's also, can we all agree that there is 0% chance that upper management would not know how to use this machine? Like, the chief of police would not be able to launch Van Dam back into time. He'd be like, hey, that's what I got the, the smart people monkeys for. Yeah. yeah. I have no idea what any of this shit does. Yeah, it's, like, it's like, you know, upper management now can't even open like an Excel file. You know what I mean? Like in, in PR, convert something, a Word document to PDF, and this guy can launch somebody into the past? I don't think yeah. so. No. No chance. Mm-hmm. No. He's also a former police officer. Like Washington D.C. police officer, right? Shit. And also like Marine, and also a bunch of other things, because he lists like all of his like credentials when he's walking with him. It's like I'm a loving father. I'm a former Marine. <laughs> My wife sucks at cooking. Like, yeah, she, she's <laughs> always too much salt I'm in the goulash. Goulash. <laughs> I donate to PBS. <laughs> like okay. I've used that VR porn it. a couple of times. It's really good. <laughs> like, okay. Uh-huh. Creepy uh-huh. incels onto something. <laughs> so Fielding dies. He does nothing. He gets yeah, distracted. he doesn't help her. He doesn't nope, fucking do not at all. There. He goes nope. he goes to get her blood test and then she's dead. He, Why he did he down? Mean? He puts the blood test down and takes his wife's instead. He's like, I know. What about Fieldings? Why did yeah. he need the blood? <laughs> Why was the blood so critical? 
to prove who she was or something? To prove that she exists because she doesn't exist in the reality that he came back to. So he's going to be like, well, this blood shows that she's real. should still exist. They didn't kill her past self. They killed a alternate version of her in the, in the present. When they go back to the present, it should just be a different fielding. Hmm. There should just be a different fielding that didn't do an investigation of Walker. Yep. Yeah. Or she did die in that hospital <clears throat> the way she dies. But that's still not her past self. Her, past, her 1994 self is 16 years old. You'd have to kill that one for the other one not to exist. Oh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> Shit. No, that's a huge <laughs> problem with time. That's a huge fucking There's always this. a yeah. point before the yep. thing happens. This is all yeah, part so of my longer still just notes. the 2004 fielding in, in 94. Hmm. Correct. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Good thing they were in Colorado. Yeah. That would have been weird <laughs> right. for her. They got hmm. were 2,000 miles away. Yep. This is like Inception <laughs> for dummies. Christ. It's really (laughs) This is Inception if you've had like six beers. Yep. So his his... Oh my god, but she existed before this moment. Oh wow, that's so smart. Oh god. How am I gonna live? (laughs) So it was a bad plan to go get her, and he did a terrible job executing it, essentially. It sounds like it's the plan of a cokehead. (laughs) A coke a cokehead Belgium man came up with this plan. Cokehead Belgium with that tiny piece. And he killed his best friend in the process of doing it. Yep. Yes. He literally killed everyone that could possibly help him. That's actually a fucking hilarious point, is that his best friend died for nothing. Yep. His best friend that wasn't even his best friend, because he doesn't even know really who the fuck this dude is in the reality that he died in. Yeah. Correct. Even though he asked him, how many times does he mention that he's his best friend? When my best friend asked me to do this, when my best friend, when my best friend, I was like, enough. That's so Please. weird, because the fucking porn dude. How old like, are you? He walks back right. in and, yes. and the guy's like, Walker. Like, they know who he is. It's just yeah. they don't know. He still no. works there. I don't, I don't know. It's so confusing. It makes no sense. Yeah. It makes no sense. Anyways, so after Fielding dies, uh, Jean-Claude, <laughs> future Jean-Claude, stalks his past wife. Uh, in the mall. He, the mall. He shoves that rollerblader into like uh, <laughs> into yeah. a display bag of chips. Because yeah. he's the real bad guy and all. He's like, before yeah. you even start, he just like <laughs> fucking decks that guy. Yeah. The guy's like, what the fuck? I didn't do anything yet. This is alternate reality. I'm just a rollerblader, bro. <laughs> this is a minority report. Leave me alone. <laughs> he's like, ooh. Um, Can we just acknowledge that the, the Jean-Claude, Jean-Claude Van Damme has always had the ability to save his wife. And it wasn't until yes. he found out that she was pregnant. She's like, he, this whole time, he's like, I must abide by the rules. I can't go save her. It's just not something I can do. Oh, she's pregnant? I can. I can actually save her now. That is that is allowed. Right. Because that's potential life, Bill. And to do so <laughs> would be an abortion. <laughs> Did you even think of that, Bill? Uh, he's very pro-death penalty, as we see in this movie. <laughs> He has no problem taking a life. Where is the white supremacy party on here? What is their platform? (laughs) He's actually just very progressive and he thinks that birth control and abortion should come on the male side. That's why he's kicking so many people in the balls. (laughs) (laughs) Shooting them in the deck with shotguns. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) JCVD vasectomy. (laughs) Roundhouse kick to the fucking gooch right there. Right in the middle. Again, right in the taint. Unexplained. <laughs> he's just a he's just a weird talking American who knows martial arts. 
Just like we all do. Yep. <laughs> I'm sure. Just like Why all not? those police officers <laughs> who are gymnasts. Yeah. They all do splits, right? I've seen a lot of Metro cops. They oh always do splits. Everyone in the NYPD looks like John Clad Van Damme with those splits all day long. <laughs> yep. Directing traffic with yep. just their legs. Yeah. <laughs> Olympic gold just medalists like all. That. Gymnastics. <laughs> Pommel horse. They're great. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so hard cut again. We go back to the fucking this little like Adams family house that they fucking have where the future John Claude is trying to save the past John Claude by really hasn't ever a plan. His plan is just keep him upstairs, just just creep. <laughs> yeah, I'm just yeah. gonna break into the house in between. Yeah, so, I'm sure this, don't go downstairs. Yeah, yeah. don't go downstairs. He's a police what? officer. So, what is he? What okay, sure. I why, hear, yeah, why wouldn't you tell him to like just don't be at home tonight? Go to just, dinner. Yeah, I have just, no idea. <laughs> because he still yeah, wanted anything. his past self to get laid. That's why. <laughs> anything else? Well, that sex was good. Probably should leave that, that in, the, was in the car. Good we sex. can work around everything else. I, I did enjoy that sex. <laughs> I have it recorded. Because he has no concept of how women get pregnant, and he thought that he got that her pregnant the one. That, that night. Yeah, even though she had already told them that. He's yeah, <laughs> that's not how women work. Time, time is a flat circle, and so are yeah. uteruses. <laughs> right? You need to continue to fill uterus with cum for the baby to stay alive. <laughs> and I keep using the word uterus. I mean baby balloon. Baby um, <laughs> my cum is like yogurt for the baby. <laughs> no, except that it would be ogurt. Ogurt. That's <laughs> uh, so stupid. No. My comment is like yogurt. No. no. Can I get away with that as the title of this episode? Would people pick up on that? Would we get flagged? I don't know. That would require someone in the, any Apple Apple podcast or anything else to be like, let's listen to this episode. <laughs> oh my god! Of this, of this reprehensible yeah, program. They actually, they probably don't care about podcasts that don't that no one listens to. So. <laughs> hey, I don't know. We're getting Manscapes coming back, baby. Somebody's listening. Uh-oh. Really? They reached out to us again. Wow. Yep. And you want a fucking time cop? The uh, the Manscape episode is gonna uh, the first commercial is gonna be for Back to the Future, which hasn't even come out yet as we talk. Boom! Time travel. Oh, oh boy! Take God. that, Manscape. Yeah. Put that right. in your time circle with cum. <laughs> Ogurt. <laughs> Ogurts. Shabam! Do you use the same razor on your balls as you use on your face? Are you sick of cutting your dick and balls with razors that are too sharp or too dull? Do you suffer from severe chafing or bad ball smell on a daily basis? Hi, Millie Bay is here to tell you that this episode of Hold My Popcorn is brought to you by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped engineered the ultimate groin and body trimmer by focusing on intelligent functionality in an incredibly comfortable grooming experience. Their state-of-the-art trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is the best body grooming razor on the market, but don't take my word for it. Instead, hear from some of our happiest customers. I gotta say, after I used the lawnmower 4.0, I was amazed by how big my junk looked. 
I recently bought the Crop Preserver anti-chafing ball deodorant and then I shoved my wife's face into my crotch. She said it's never smelled better and she went back asking for seconds. These waterproof and wireless changing trimmers reduce the risk of ingrown hairs and grooming accidents. And millions of men have tried and tested these products with outstanding results. Once a month, I tuck my useless man parts in between my legs and dance to the song Goodbye Horses in front of my guests. This used to lead to a lot of razor burn and pain. But now with the lawnmower 4.0, I find myself shaving even when it's just me and my dog Precious. Thank you, Manscaped. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with the exclusive offer of 10% off your first order. But I'm not done. Call right now and receive an additional 10% off your order by using the promo code MYPOPCORN at checkout. That's a 20% off value absolutely free. So go to manscaped.com today and use the promo code MYPOPCORN at checkout. Operators are standing by. Yeah, but this movie just sure. then turns into the double impact with the two Van Dams. It was Dams so just confusing to watch. Yeah, well, right. And again, the, it's, it's nighttime. And there are no lights in the house because Van Damme turned the circuit breaker off. So, like, yep. it's impossible to watch. I have no idea what's going on. Who's fighting who this entire time? And not because the there's two no Van one else Dams. can the circuit breaker. They just turn it back on. Right, right. That's like Perfect someone timing. just turning the light off in the room and being like, well, that's that, I guess. At the end of this, like, near the end of the scene, somebody does turn the lights back on. I was like, thank God I can see again. <laughs> yeah. I know. It, this movie is oddly, though, is like the ending to Universal Soldier, which is also a Van Damme movie, in which there, it's just raining in the dark, and he's just getting fucked up, and you just know he's going to win anyway. Is that is that a decision that's made because, like, they're bad at the action or something like that? Like, is there a cinematography reason for it? I think it's just, it's the 90s. Just, we weren't. God, there yet? That's like a vibe. Like, have you watched any of um, the Nolan Batman movies? Those action scenes, like the fighting scenes. Yeah, those are bad. It's, I mean, it's just. Yeah. Uh, yeah. As I shake my laptop, it's just. It's like let's just shake the camera and d- just disorient. It's the the Bourne movies, same thing. Right. Right. Like yeah. let's just disorient the audience so they don't know what's happening. So it makes it look like they're really getting beat up, but they're literally doing nothing. We're just moving I, the camera. It's the Harvey yeah. Weinstein method. Yeah. The Bill Cosby <laughs> method, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Bill. I'm sorry. Just do what I tell you, method. Yeah. You want to be famous, method? <laughs> You're so much prettier when you smile. <laughs> so, oh, smile, oh, cool. smile baby. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Sad. there's some fighting. There's some karate yep, kicking sure and things. And then... Uh, the future John Clyde throws the past Macombs into the future Macombs, and who they, just showed up to this random house upstairs for no like. Yeah. You said you you gave me a call, so I just arrived to this random house. Right, I am a poodle because with a bunch of dead people out front. <laughs> yeah, exactly. future Macombs bullets flying, right? Bullets screaming. Flying. Yeah, you can hear people screaming from the outside. Yeah, well. I'm a presidential candidate. I should probably go check this out on my own. Yeah, exactly. It's fine. Future McCombs is like the ultimate <laughs> alpha. Past McCombs is the ultimate beta. Right. Yeah. Um, stop eating candy bars. Right. Yeah, exactly. Stop, making fun of like, them. stop being so fat, you pig. Hey, fat pig. <laughs> you got okay, something there in your face. Alpha. Don't touch me. It's ugly. Get out of here. It's like, why are you talking shit to yourself? What the fuck is the point of this? 
because he hates himself, Preble. He's that's yeah. why. Oh, that's mm. the meta purpose. Yeah, behind this movie. he's a politician. Damn. He doesn't like himself. That's why he's a politician. Crazy, <laughs> it's crazy. Yep. Uh, no. yeah, yeah, but then you know they get all Andy also McComb. Jones. Oh. Also McComb um, makes fun of Van Damme about his kicking. Said like the only thing that that's worth is being on Broadway. <laughs> Which is also great. Yes. It's a good burn. It was except, a good burn. Except he says Broadway weird. Broadway. <laughs> Put the wrong and fast with some yeah. wrongs to label. Yeah. You're a fucking idiot that never figured out the only way to make anything of himself with all that fancy kicking was on Broadway. <laughs> Hold on. So Bill natural. thought he got away with something, but I picked up on it. Emphasis? Emphasis. I have no idea that, what Bill was saying there. That's, that's an SNL bit. Mike Myers, fastest Canadian. He 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 would t- he did all he'd do a whole bit. It was like a reoccurring thing on SNL where he he use put the wrong emphasis on the wrong sil- syllables. Don't, the whole thing. Don't try and time cop me, Bill. You're not confusing <laughs> me here. All right, <laughs> fuck you. You fucked up. I'm calling you. Okay. <laughs> Accountability, it's Bill. A sub yeah. reference to uh, 1992 SNL oversight <laughs> committee. Uh, this is the whole reason for the time cop committee in the first place. It's oversight. No. Accountability. No, now I'm gonna have to Google. Bullets, goons, <laughs> I know. explosions. Anyways, the movie ends because McCombs <laughs> dies, and then John Claude he goes back to the. He goes back to whatever future time, and he walks back into his house, and his son's there, and Sloane's there, and everything lives happily ever after, except for um, his best friend who's still dead. Wait, who? Also, no, he's not dead. Well, he's back. No, he's he's back. Yeah, everyone he's, came back. He fixed yeah. everything. Same dead thing with the other girl. What's her name? Mind. Came back. <laughs> the other girl, yeah. The other girl came back uh, because she told Van Damme about that guy that she fucked when she was 16, and he would not stop talking about it for the rest yes. of the movie. Yep. He mentions it like four times to her in like yep. 25 minutes. It's like, Jesus Christ, you're kind of obsessed I, with this guy. I, I want to call myself to tell me not to do it. A smart girl would call the boy and give him tips. Oh, what? no, <laughs> she was right. No, just don't fuck that Jesus guy. Jesus Christ. Also, what I just want to really point out. <laughs> exactly. Clearly, what, there's, not, what, there's what, never what, enough time to please a woman, so yeah. what tips can you possibly give him? Don't come <laughs> in 10 There's no seconds. need. <laughs> Sorry, Have baby. An erection, I, I roll. The, the, the sun... Van Damme's son. You know how I know this is really his son in real life, which I don't know if that's actually true. I'm just assuming it is. Is he says we're gonna make barbecued hot dogs? <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Barbecue hot dogs. Mom and said you're gonna make barbecue. We're gonna hot make dogs. hot dogs. We're gonna make hot dogs. Is that the, is that the word you want to use? My my Belgian son, <laughs> my clearly Belgian slash European child. I was like, we must barbecue, otherwise <laughs> there'll be fucking things. Papa, can we please barbecue the hot eggs? <laughs> yes, otherwise, son. how will I eat the venison? Oh, okay. It's like, all right. We will sure. barbecue the reindeer hot dogs in our wooden <laughs> shoes. <laughs> we will have meat within tubes, after tube, after tube, after tube. And it will be delicious. We will then commit oh. atrocities in the Congo. <laughs> Thank you, Leopold. Many generations, people will forget about that brutality. Rubber for you, rubber for me. That's actually his son. His son was old little Leopold. Yes, we will have the barbecue hot dogs. 
King Leopold. He was the king during all those atrocities for the people listening. Yes. For the person Thank listening. <laughs> the person. Yes, for, yeah, for the Bill listening in the future. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> or me on my way to work. Bill like, you know what I'll weeks. do to take my yeah. mind off this. Well, six weeks. That's a little generous, Max. Maybe six months. Um, so just, just to be clear, he fixed the past. His wife didn't die. They had a child. They lived a merry merry life, and then he comes back. He comes back to the to the present, past, future, whatever, and supplants Walker that has lived that ten year time frame. And now that he he's just he's just this person with a ten year memory gap, doesn't remember anything from the first ten years of his child's life, presumably. Yep, correct, correct, Bill. Happy hey, okay, nothing wrong right? there. That's cool. He picks the kid up. He's just like, <laughs> again, yeah, calls him Leopold. He's like, my name's Timmy. It's like. Mm, we agreed it would be Leopold. I didn't agree that to that. Panchin, <laughs> that panchin expression he had when he saw this kid running towards him, like, I think this kid's coming for me. What am, I got to kick him in the balls. Him? I got to kick him in the balls. I got to get him out of here. Just like, I, need to oh, eliminate him. I don't know son. if the split punch to the testicles are going to work. He's too small. He's too small. <laughs> he just goes airborne. <laughs> he <just> disappears. <laughs> just punt that kid in the next territory. Sloan, I don't think we ever really talked about the child. <laughs> I didn't want it. It's like Dr. Evil. Like... I also did laugh out loud at the one, like the house still explodes, by the way. And it's in slow motion. Yep. And the way, just the ADR Van Damme when it explodes and his like neck flies back. And he just goes, ah. <laughs> Ooh. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. Okay, I'm dead. So that's the end of the movie. I'm dead. And Woo! it was a fun ride. God damn. And it makes no sense. Nope. Fantastic, though. Yeah, fun ride. Mm-hmm. Again, enjoyable. So I got some trivia. Ooh. Oh, boy. You want me to get back into the captain's chair, Timmy? Yeah, go back in the captain's chair. I didn't do any of that other work. <laughs> All right, hold on. Let me just... Let me, let me just... Let me readjust myself out here. I just want to correct one thing. Apparently, the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable is from. Oh, a movie who gives a fuck, Bill? I'm back in the captain's <laughs> chair. View from the top, not from SNL. I apologize. A view from the top. Is Mike Myers in that movie, Bill? He is. It, it is Mike Myers that, that delivers mm. that joke. Mm. But Researchers. So. Mike Myers we'll doesn't talk it. in the Halloween movies, Bill. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Seriously. Yeah. Liar. Liar. <laughs> okay, trivia. Time for trivia. This was the second Jean-Claude Van Damme movie in a row produced by Sam Raimi. The other one was Hard Target. You guys okay. don't know who Sam I Raimi is. I know Sam Raimi. Actually, he, I yeah, yeah, he's the Spider-Man is. guy. Spider-Man, yeah. Evil Dead. Spider-Man. Yeah. He did the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man and then the most, yep. re- the most recent one. Dear God. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, yeah. Yep. Um, and that's going to be a, a future movie too, Hard Target. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that one. That's the one when he has the mullet. And he's from Louisiana. It's a John Boo directed movie. <laughs> Woo! Boy. It sounds too It is <laughs> phenomenal. Slo- There's so many, so much slow motion of Van Damme's just gr- like just juicy Jerry curl, just like flipping in the back as he turns in dubs. <laughs> Plenty Let's of do those. It. Do it right now. Let's just seamlessly go into that right now. Live screen. Well. We missed out. It's June, so we didn't have our June Claude Van Damme series this year. Let's <laughs> <laughs> wait for Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> uh, 
Maya Sarah, that's who uh, Sloan is. Um, mm-hmm. She obviously has a thing for um, sons of famous people because her first husband was the son of Sean Connery and her current husband is the son of Jim Henson. Hmm. So she is fucking loaded. Yeah. 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 He's like, he runs the whole Jim Henson creature shop now. So she's rolling in it. Uh, She knew. She's like, I'm not talented. I'm just going to marry these guys. Uh, That's that's, that's good enough. Despite my Saturn award from 19... (laughs) (laughs) All right. I had mentioned this in a text message, but I did find a website. It's called Trouble City, and it has a quiz called Trump or Time Cop, where you have to guess if the quote came from Trump or Aaron McComb in Time Cop. (laughs) Hilarious. (laughs) Fantastic. That's so good. All right. Box office game. How much did this cost and how much did it make? Feel so, I'm so bad at this. Mm. This one's probably going to surprise you, too. This one cost... Um, go ahead, Tim. $30 million, and it made $180. Um, I'm going to say this costs the same as it takes to uh, buy a presidential election, $50 million, um, mm. and mm-hmm. that it made $200 million. It take... Uh, it was ten million to make. A hundred uh, million is what they made. Well, I guess the surprise was different for me because <clears throat> so the movie cost twenty eight million, Ugh. made a hundred and two. It is mm. the only okay. film, only John Claude Van Damme film that ever surpassed a hundred million dollars at the box office. Wow! <laughs> he never had a hundred million dollar movie. This was the only one. That's crazy. So Not even Street going Fighter? back to like this was when him in his peak. So even Street Fighter, Street Fighter probably made ninety nine million. <laughs> uh, so yeah. close. Yeah, I yeah. love it. Colonel Guile couldn't get us some hundred million dollars. Yep, the most American colonel in the world, played by yes, Jean Claude Van Damme, <laughs> the most American Be- Belgian colonel. Yep. Uh. And even though Johnny Cage was based off him, he turned that movie down to do Street Fighter. <laughs> Good. Mm-hmm. What a Great. Fucking idiot. Perfect choice. Coke. A lot of coke, and he also <laughs> um, he's also bipolar, which he didn't know. He didn't know until after he went into rehab and started going to therapy that he was bipolar. I think I mentioned that on our John Claude series that we did last year. (laughs) So that kind of explains why he was in a room jerking his jerking his limp dick while on the phone with his wife. Yep, and then turning down like big movies and taking and just burning every bridge in Hollywood and mm -hmm. worst movie. Yeah, yeah, yep. Um. I feel what a movie it was. I think it was uh, Street Fighter. They they hired like two different handlers and he got them both addicted to the coke. Love it. <laughs> well, love good. it. So what happened to the handler? He's like, he's a cokehead now. They, they ruined him. I poisoned them. <laughs> They've come under my magic spell. <laughs> my fairy oh. dust. So the movie debuted the weekend of September 16th, 1994. Finished at number one of the box office. It was number one in the box office for two straight weekends, and then it dropped the number two in the third week. So any guess of what the uh, number one movie was that week that it uh, beat Temp Cup? Be- Forrest Gump. Uh, that'd be a good guess, but so Forrest Gump had already been out for like 12 weeks. <sighs> Damn. You said it was, well, it was 1994, right? Yep, so by this time, it'd be October 7th of 94. Toy Story. That's also a good guess. Ooh. Toy Story's 95. Lion King. 
good guess because that's 94. I don't know when Lion King came out. It wasn't Lion King. So it's the movie called The River Wild, which was a white oh. water rafting thriller starring Meryl Streep and Kevin Bacon as a villain. Ugh. Oh, also wow. co-starred John C. Riley and Timmy from Jurassic Park. Oh, uh, I remember that movie. <laughs> what a film. I don't know how I, I no remember that, those commercials, but I do. Wow. That was five. <laughs> Oof. All right. Next question. Who's your favorite and least favorite in this? Hmm. There are a lot of good characters in this movie. Hmm. Like, it's kind of tough for me to pick a favorite. I think I would go with Bruce McGill. He's he's just a hilarious cop. So character. Yeah. So friendly. So chipper. Um, I'd say probably uh, Sloan, Melissa is my is my least favorite she's just that that deadpan delivery is just such so much the time of her her screen time and it was rough mm. it was they rough did it twice. you mean that Saturn yeah, exactly. award-winning deadpan delivery yeah. you son of a bitch <laughs> it is really weird that the worst uh lines of the whole movie she has to do twice yeah it's not great <laughs> I, I think i remember when, like when it came in uh for the second time i was like uh again <laughs> just as bad <laughs> Not good. Not bueno. Um, um, I'll go next. I'll say, so my favorite uh, was uh, the bad guy. Was it McGillicuddy? McGillicuddy. McGillicuddy. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he was my favorite because he's also in the West Wing. And he's uh, very devious in that. And he was very devious in this. In what? So I enjoyed that. He's in the West Wing? Bruno. Oh, uh, Oh, yeah. Bruno, yeah, he's Bruno. Gianelli. Yeah. Bruno yeah, he Gianelli. He's the, he's the strategist yeah. for the Republicans. Mm-hmm. I like Ron Silver. When, no, no, no. When he's the campaign Allen... manager for Bartlett. Campaign? No, he's not. No, he's the he's the campaign manager for the for Alan Alda. He's not. Because he was the Democratic strategist. He was. And then right, am I wrong? Mm. Bruno Gianelli was it. was Bartlett's yes, campaign Bruno manager for his reelection. Right. But then Let's look when it up. he's not running, but, but then he doesn't run for re-election. And then it's uh, well, turning Jimmy Smith versus... No, Bartlett wins the second term. Bartlett wins the second term. No, yeah, he does. But then the, but the, but the series continues. Jimmy Smith is running for Democrat. And then Jimmy Smith runs against Alan Alda. against Alan Alda. Oh, well, you're... And you're, Alan Alda is being... Rem- like the end, of the end of the fucking series here. <laughs> What's her name's also... Yeah, never mind. West the Wayne. lady from uh, Malcolm in the Middle, I think, right? So, um, but that being said, the main point was my... my Totally correct diatribe aside. Um, <laughs> I gotta I gotta side with him on this. Who the hell continued watching the West Wing after Aaron Sorkin stopped writing? I did. No, I, no, I watched yeah I, Purple, do you remember that last season when they actually had like an actual presidential debate in like the same like oh, camera yeah, style of those two? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, because that's when he gives a speech. I'm a liberal. <clears throat> yeah, it's like, like uh, they, Thomas they Jefferson was a liberal. Yeah. Yes, I do remember that. It was a great. It was great. I can't watch it now because it's just so fan fictional. I'm like, this is a distraction. Like, this is fucking life. corny. But I'm gonna go watch a Disney this movie. This is corny and stupid and not real. So I left that alone. But yeah, again, so that was my favorite character was uh, Bruno Ginelli, specifically <laughs> from West, from the West Wing, and my memory of the West Wing where he's the bad. He guy. works um, with Connie and Doug on the Bartlett reelection campaign. Yes. But his but staff did not get along well with the President Bartlett's staff at first. This is too yep, much. That's to read. true. This is too much. He's right. This is too much fake information in history. Oh, god damn it. All right. So so he's my favorite. And I'm gonna I'm gonna look this up on my on my phone now. But my well, least I think favorite what it comes was down to also, is we're both correct. 
was also Melissa. Hold on, you son of a bitch. I, <laughs> right. I hate this. I know wait, I'm wait, right. Wait, wait, No, but uh, I'm not saying you're not right. I'm just saying he was Bartlett's campaign manager. Oh, he, I agree with that. He played both roles. Yes, I think we can both agree. Mm. Yes, he did. He played both roles, but at the mm. very end, he also yeah. he helped Alan Alden. This is what we need, guys. We need more compromise in this country, okay? <laughs> Rebel, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yes, fucking kill you for this. He's the best and the girl's the worst because she's... <laughs> Useless. Okay. 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 Um, my favorite. Okay. Favorite. Okay. okay. Was definitely mm-hmm. it was John Claude Van Damme. I mean, he's doing splits. He's punch people in the dick. I mean, these are those are my two favorite things. <laughs> you get, <laughs> Second, you get to see you get to see his hairless ass. I, I love his, mm-hmm. too. You get to see his, his whole hairless body. His hairless mm. ass mashed that fucking limp rope of his. <laughs> Into that poor lady, um, and uh, my least favorite are those just sad, sad, sad '80s fake tits. Mm-hmm. Terrible. They're sad. Terrible. They are sad. Yeah. A couple of snow cones. Mm-hmm. Yep. My favorite is also gonna be Macomb. I feel like a pretty underrated villain as far as movies go. He, he was a great villain. He was. Yeah. I could have gone for like another 20 minutes of him in this movie. I would have been fine with the movie extending 20 minutes just to get 20 extra minutes of Macomb in there. I like how like how much smarter he was than everyone else. Like his the future self, the past self was an idiot, but like yeah. the the future self was like was so much smarter than everyone and just shitting on everyone constantly. It was so hilarious. Seasoned. Very yeah. seasoned. Just it's like I know like, what's happening. None of you guys do. Like, like when you, like you mentioned before, when he like chastises his, his hitmen for, because like, he's clearly not dead. The older ones right here, you fucking idiot. Like, <laughs> so good. So good. <laughs> Some great quotes in there too. And then my least favorite is going to be the cars. Oh, those were terrible. The they put no <laughs> effort terrible. into that. So fucking bad. Fair point, man. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right, time. And, Oop, and also, I'm sorry, just very briefly. I mean, this is very typical mm-hmm. and very topical. Excuse me, mm-hmm. but again, it, I just I'm reading from Wikipedia. <laughs> Mike says, Myers. The character, the character reappears as Eric Baker's campaign manager, 2006 Democratic Prime, only become an independent consul to Republican Arnold Vinnick after Baker withdraws after the race. Preble, just so to, I wasn't I wasn't Preble, wrong. Just to be clear, we stopped fighting you on this point because we all agreed you were right a while ago. <laughs> I just wanted to be really clear that I was correct. Yep. Yes. Yes. Would it help if I said? I just want to make sure Tim. What if I help? Would it help if I said sustained? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Actually, it wouldn't help me at all. It wouldn't help me at all. Objection. That would be the end. Objection, Your Honor. Sustained. Okay, I guess we'll stop talking about it. All right, you win. (laughs) Fuck it. That's what Tim wants. I don't want that. I want to keep talking about it. But yes, okay. Continue. Okay, what would you rate this movie? Um, I'd give this movie a nutritious ogre for babies. (laughs) 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 No. Mm. Belgian ogre. Belgian ogre. (laughs) Thicker and hotter than Greek ogre. (laughs) (laughs) With plenty of packed in protein. Oh boy! <laughs> For you and your growing AB, <laughs> I'm, my mic is not breaking up. By the way, that's just I'm just doing the John Claude voice. That is exactly this is how it sounds. I'll give this two sad rock hard titties out of my pure and unadulterated wish that those were 
more better titties. (laughs) 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 I wish I had four hands so I could give them titties four thumbs down. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. What would I give this? Mm. Um, I know, I'm thinking too. (laughs) I know, I gotta really think about this. You need to edit out this silence. I'll give this five enthusiastic, bare-assed thrusts out of one unenthusiastic, shriveled, roided-up penis. <laughs> it's a good ratio. Mm. That's not bad. I'll go with, I believe, with three completed splits by Jean-Claude over one... Pre Bartlett and then post Bartlett <laughs> campaign. <laughs> one the consultation uh, one Arnold, fee. Yeah, one consultation fee for the Arnold Vidic, aka Alan Alda, aka Hawkeye Pierce from MASH. So that's a three over one. I will look me in the eye. <laughs> look me in the eye. You were right. See, the best part is I'm not going to not text about this until I immediately fall asleep after this. <laughs> yes, because it is 11 o'clock your time. I'm going to be like, hey, best of luck out here, gang. I'm going to tell Tim off. Just give me one finger. I forgot to stop recording, Max, so you're going to listen to eight hours of me snoring. Farting and snoring and Michelle being like, what the fuck, Mike? Stick, stick around for hour six. There's night terrors. <laughs> oh, Cobras! Red Silver wasn't always a Democrat. <laughs> What's wrong with him now? What's wrong with him now, Michelle? Someone said he might have been wrong about some <laughs> obscure portion of trivia. <laughs> oh, I can't, oh, I can't let it go. We were debating a show that ended in 2006. <laughs> yeah. oh, All right, God. any last words besides those? How about recommendations? Any recommendations? Oh, or words? Well, or I'll give a recommendation. It's what we, you know, uh, the Dahmer series. Yeah. I'd say it's good. Tell me um, time. It's fucking gruesome. Mm-hmm. So just be prepared. But it's pretty good. Yeah. It, it's not the uh, Zac Efron, Ted Bundy movie in which they oh, showed nothing not. bad. Right. Which I, I I appreciate this version. Don't glorify <laughs> serial killers. Show them for who they are, which are just disgusting psychopaths. Right. That, that's fair. I would... Uh... I, would, I mean, I, I think everyone knows this maybe at this point. I, mean, I might be late to the game, but Prey. Prey on Hulu. Yeah, baby. Damn, that was a surprise. I was I was expecting something on par with this, where it was just like mindless, slashing, action, goodness. That's fine. That would have been fine. Fucking good movie. Just a good movie. Mm-hmm. Bill and I had a Prey praise text session this yeah. weekend. <laughs> what is That's this? Good. It's 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 a predator movie on on Hulu that just came Hulu. out. Uh, well, like I don't know, a couple months ago maybe. Yeah. Oh, with those natives. The natives yep. back. Yeah, back in time, and it's <laughs> fucking. It's good. It's really it's good. It's apocalypto with an alien in the middle of it. Basically, Sounds very good. good though. So like, so Bill, actually, I put it on. I think on Saturday night. So um, I was watching like Nikki fell asleep and I was watching something and it was just a bunch of like, explosions and gunshots like everything I watched when Nikki is asleep and it woke her up. So I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. Like I'll put something else on. So I put prey on just because I know there's like no gunshots. There's really not a lot of loud noises because the whole yeah. thing's about them just being like hunters and being quiet. So right. I just threw that on instead. Good choice. 
excellent choice. Mm, indeed. Great film. Um, the only thing, the only thing I would recommend, which I'm sure a number of people have seen is Cobra Kai. Mm. Totally. This sounds like the dumbest show I've ever heard of. It's, that show is actually it. good. Yeah, it's good. It's amazing. Yeah. Oh, it's good. I love it. It's because it, it plays into like their self-referential about the material, but they're also, it's like compelling in the exact way you would imagine it to be. Like nothing is surprising in a weird way. You know, like there are like surprises in terms of like overarching things, but like you're never concerned about what is happening next. Like, you know, everyone's going to work out and it's going to be fine, but still good. I have to say it's a very enjoyable program. Right. How Except long is for An hour, right? 45, 45 minutes, an yeah. hour. Yeah, it's it's like yeah, it's like forty five. I want to find. I, I need I need like a good twenty thirty minute tops show. Um, Star Trek Lower Decks is oh, good. All right. all right, and it's 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 in like the Ted Lasso vibe of like it's just happy and positive mm-hmm. and funny. Mm-hmm. And all right, it's not gonna like bring you down. Perfect. It's a good thing to watch before bed. I've been I watching t- I- those after the Dahmer show before bed. <laughs> A cool down episode. Yeah, I was yeah. getting nightmares the other night. I, I had a yeah, I had a terrible fucking dream. It's like, God damn it. It's like I just watched like fucking four episodes of the Dahmer show. That was a that was a mistake before bed. It's a bad, bad time, man. Yeah. I gotta uh I gotta uh, Tim Tim, do you, do you need a welfare check or something? I, I'm can't I'm not understanding why Law and Order wasn't your recommendation. <laughs> I've uh turned over a new leaf, Bill. And I've reconsidered my love of Law and Order. Uh, and I think, in fact, I'm a CSI man now. I'll call, I'll call it a welfare check. I'm going to call it a welfare check. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Tim's still getting his special, uh, special victim unit uh, fixing watching this Dahmer show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I'll tell you what. That's all it is. It's, it's, just, it's special it's, victims. It's kind of interesting how... How SVU isn't that much less gruesome than the Dahmer show. <laughs> no. Are you saying this man tried to entrap a bunch of women and then he fucking did a bunch of weird shit to them? That's crazy. <laughs> so you tell me that this man wants to make a sex slave, a zombie sex slave by drilling holes into his head and pouring acid into his brain? Yes, I see. That is what Jeffrey Dahmer did. That's, that's the affidavit I read to you. That's that's actually oh. something he did. He drilled yep. holes into someone's head and poured acid into it. Yep. And they walked out of the house. The cops picked the guy up. Dahmer came over and said, oh, he's just my gay boyfriend. The cops went, ooh, and they just let him go. And Dahmer killed and <laughs> ate him. Oh, no. And there's like <laughs> 10 witnesses at that house at the project building that night being like, we fucking told you this kid was not okay. And the worst part of it is that Dahmer raped his younger brother and was a sex, um, was a, a pedophile, like a registered pedophile, because of that reason. And the cops didn't even get his information. They did nothing. In, in fairness to the police officers, the two were brown and gay. Yep. So. That's how he got away with so many of those, those murders. It's because he was killing gay people in the ghetto, and police don't give a shit about those people. So there you go. This sounds like a show I don't want to watch. I like to pretend <laughs> that reality is not quite as awful as it is. Mm. Mm. Yeah, watch Lower Decks, Bill. 
It's off the planet. <laughs> cool, cool. That's mm-hmm. where that's that's where that's my vibe. I, it's I, created I must, by one of the Rick and Morty people. It, it's funny. I'm in. Let's do it. Here we go. Same animators too. Sweet. Yep. Do that. Do the Bill, what happened too. to your arm? Oh, yeah, I wanted to yeah, ask I, this the whole time. I figured that some, you guys talked about it when I couldn't log in earlier. Uh, my, I assume this is child related. My child painted my arms. Okay. Um, okay. You sure you is, didn't just you didn't just uh, get all up in there and She-Hulk just this is, elbow yeah. deep? <laughs> <Boy>. uh, <laughs> this is a lion and this is a robot. Okay. Sure. Oh. Mm-hmm. I see the Mother yeah, Mary in some, there. <laughs> yeah. You know, somebody, you have to tell your children that they're wrong. <laughs> you know? Someday. Oh, I'm not saying right now. No, no, no. Probably. You don't understand. I was told that's what, the, what these were. I ridiculed my child relentlessly. <laughs> oh, perfect. Yeah. You got to, you got to, you know, d- make sure, keep it realistic. Yeah. Fran and Walter know their place yeah. now. Don't let your ambition <laughs> or your dreams. You're a dull yeah. boy, Francis. How about, keep, keep how, how about this, Fran? If you have to tell me what it is, it sucks. All right. <laughs> yeah. What are you, an idiot? I should be able to understand this. Rash. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is a horsey. I just see a bunch of fucking shit. <laughs> you know? Good job, you dummy. I love All you. Right, Picasso. I love you forever. Love you forever. No. Fine. Preble. Also, God, don't talk you, you got to work on that. No, that, those are the things you would never say. Earn oh, my gosh. love. Man. <laughs> it's just not. Take a 10 mile Look, I'm not, I'm not trying to set him on a journey that's impossible to achieve. You know, I mean, that's just not going to oh, happen. My. Let's be realistic. Oh, God. Tim is that's that's the it's more kind than Paul Dooley ever was. Tim's it's eyes like, are uh, darting you, left you and walk. right. I think Tim's getting some trauma here. <laughs> He's getting some rehashed memories coming up. Oh God, Mr. Dooley, I wanted to be an artist. <laughs> Mow the lawn. <laughs> Get out there. Where are your jorts? <laughs> Where's your Aquanet and your jorts? <laughs> All right, well that's show rate and review Red yeah. Bubble. People are going to love this. I got to tell you this. They are going to fucking love this. I'm going to have to start telling people at the top of the show, if they give us a review, they'll get a free Redbubble sticker. That's what I need to do. Nice. Mm. I have a bunch of them. Mm. got a whole fucking envelope full of them right here. Oh, fancy. I am Max. Mm. I have hold my popcorn stickers on all my... On some of my fishing gear, Ooh, and I'll be okay. fishing the derby this weekend, and I'll be—I'll have stickers, and I'll be passing them out. I love it, Tim. I They'll be it. like, "Is this fishing related?" And I'll say, "Sure." Yep. Put it, just We've talked about it on the fish. Yeah, we covered the perfect storm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Did you listen to that episode? Perfect storm. All right. All right. I desperately, I desperately need to be. So. So.